0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the E4 Explosive Podcast, and today you are going to watch and hear James Harrigan, who's a political philosopher, talk about everything from AOC wearing the the tax-the-rich dress all the way to the collapse of the federal government and the economy. This one starts out really, really, really strong, upbeat, happy, and then it kind of teeters off when we start talking about the negative aspects of these giant bills that are being passed for trillions of dollars and who's really going to be the ones that are going to have to pay for this in the long run aka you and me and our children really please like subscribe and don't forget to hit that bell notification so you get notified every single time that i post new content which is every friday sometimes i'll do saturday i'll throw in a bonus episode here and there but every week there's a new episode of the e4 a podcast so enjoy this episode of the e4 a podcast with political philosopher james arrogant see you next week peace out what's up guys welcome back to another episode of e-force with the podcast and today we have political philosopher
1: that's a crazy thing right there
0: that's hey listen i'm just doing that what i'm told right james seem. james harrigan who has been on multiple times with his uh bff anthony davies but today yeah, slow, he's,
1: slow down slow he's, down he, you guys are BFF best friends <laughs> he, 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 he's he's irksome i think is the correct word is irksome he's gonna watch this and be like yeah whatever well he the says. first thing he'll say is what is irksome james <laughs> he doesn't have a doesn't have that granular control over the english language that we might think he would. where is he from uh anthony is from the middle of pennsylvania a town called montoursville which is famous for hosting the little league world series every year um a thing that anthony cannot understand at all because he doesn't know the first thing about baseball
0: i'll say he does not seem like a sports
1: guy to me no nope, he is not
0: he's not from another country
1: no that would have made more sense though wouldn't it
0: i i swear i was like he's got a twang and it's not like a southern twang it's like a
1: i don't yep, know no, he he has unique vocal mannerisms which i like to emulate at times occasionally i answer the phone as Anthony, and it confuses people to know him.
0: <laughs> it's so funny I, I'm, I'm fascinated with this like the, the how he talks I, like, I was concerned I'm like literally Googling I'm like where is Anthony Davies from I'm thinking it's well, going to be like some like Eastern European country but it's middle of Pennsylvania
1: yeah if you really think about it right if you close your eyes and think about the way he speaks and the sound of his voice it should be very clear to you that probably the biggest influence during his teenage years was James Tiberius Kirk in the Starship Enterprise because he kind of talks like that
0: right? He does yeah captain kirk
1: yeah yeah Um, and then when anthony when anthony met captain kirk in one glorious moment a few years back i think we ran the risk of having the universe implode upon itself but no we we made it out okay
0: he's a big fan i take it
1: oh god (laughs) oh god during we were watching he was going to meet um james t kirk on it in the, in the back of the hall after a speaking gig was over and halfway through it, he leaned into me and he said, can you believe I get to meet William Shatner? It's like, yeah, well, you know, you pay $500. You probably meet anybody you want. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's so funny. I love how we're spending the first five, 10 minutes. This talking about
1: Anthony and his, his... that, that seems fair. It yeah, seems fair. hundred percent. I, I have been stuck with that bastard for about 12 years now. And it, it feels, for all the world, like a marriage gone bad, right? But that, that we keep going because the family yeah, business is such that yeah. we really need to keep it going. Is work. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're I in that time that. now where we kind of ignore each other for a few days. Yeah. It's
0: like when you're at the dinner table, it's you eat, and... as I call it, heaven.
1: I <laughs> don't have to think about it for two fucking <laughs> days. I can say fucking days on your show, right? It oh. is E for explicit. It is. It is. We can be so explicit. I don't. I don't have to be circumspect in my use of language no you don't
0: do you have to do that on words and numbers
1: uh well we did have to do it on words and numbers when it was sponsored by fee because really it was a pg-13 that they were aiming at uh we, we struck off on our own maybe a month month and a half ago and and now i don't have to moderate myself um but here's the thing we record the thing and then i upload the files and i probably forget about it because I'm not an anal retentive piece of work like Anthony is. But he takes those files and starts editing them. And curiously, he always edits out the most fun that I have. Yeah, the, the Fs and the B's and the A's. And, yeah. And and anything I do at his expense. Yeah. Ugh. Somehow it never makes it into the F. It doesn't make the
0: cut, the final cut. Come on, Anthony. You know? We gotta ta- know? we gotta talk to
1: him about this. This is quickly becoming like a therapy session. Yeah. Do you want to hold up a doll so I can show you where he touched me and this kind of thing? Oh my god!
0: Listen, I can. What's your address? I can send a bill. I mean, it's
1: no problem. That's going to do about as well as all the other bills who make it to the session. <laughs> right into the garbage. Right into the garbage.
0: All right. Cool. All right. Well, then let's talk about some stuff that is crazy right now.
1: Well, that, that leaves a list of damn near everything, everything. So, so which part of the lunacy are you interested in? I, okay. So
0: I have a list of things I emailed you. And of course I figured all the things that you were like, oh, I could sleep, talk that to you.
1: Um, Probably. And I got I got to admit in my usual lazy way, you sent it. I glanced at it. I never thought about it for another second. Oh no. Yeah. I saying I wrote it down. You can steamroll me today with, with things I, I, I greenlit yesterday.
0: Oh yeah. No, it's well. A lot of the stuff we've kind of touched on briefly with other discussions with since you and and Anthony have been on, but not been able to really kind of like uh, deep dive. And also, side note, uh, I've recently started a TikTok account and have gone viral and blew up. Um, And a lot of the clips, like I just posted a bunch from Anthony the other day, immigration, free healthcare, all this. And it's like, I mean hundreds of thousands of views in like a day and it's just like that's crazy shit.
1: business breakthrough there it's absolutely crazy
0: it's crazy and, and, and i mean at five six seven hundred comments of people people stitching me good it's god. like i'm like you guys are crazy and i like half of them are canadians and they're like oh he's right hey eh?
1: and i'm like oh my god i'm, I'm still trying to figure out twitter
0: yeah <laughs> it's, it's crazy man and, and so i'm posting these little clips so um i'm gonna try to get some
1: uh gold out of uh james harrigan and see if well, i can good good luck to you I don't, viral. I don't know we'll I, see I don't think I can I mean it seems that whenever I see somebody making a tiktok they're always dancing in oh, some yeah. way
0: no this is not they ain't gonna ever gonna happen. No, not gonna happen no I'm not doing no
1: dance moves um, this is this right now is as animated as I ever get
0: 100 same uh, yeah I'm not doing any I'm not gonna put on a skirt and a
1: blouse and put some makeup on I, um is there a reason why you <laughs> went right to that it's like that's all tiktok is that seems like the kind of thing that i never would have gotten to so i really wonder why it you thinking about that
0: all right vaccine mandates uh
1: here we go so it's like the speed round right (laughs) let's go lightning round
0: yeah (laughs) no i think uh well i just wanted to get your take on uh the not the vaccine mandates because there really aren't any for like the general population but they did uh for businesses with i think 50 to 100 or over 50 yeah there's all
1: kinds of trouble on the horizon here and and you can kind of see where it's all going to come from um we start with a pretty i think simple um, presupposition that vaccines save people's lives now i i'm not willing to, to say that i think that is incorrect that seems exactly right to me vaccines save people's lives um, and it seems that almost everybody can admit it to some degree or another i mean there's still those eight or so percent out on the tail absolute cranks who will, will never see the obvious thing in front of their faces um, but you know okay vaccines save lives this vaccine is uh, is like all other vaccines it saves lives so i mean the major premise the minor premise and here we sit right that yeah we should all have that vaccine um, but should it be mandated there's the there's the question. And there are some groups and I'm thinking, especially about blacks in this country who probably have a historical grievance so strong, given medications that they were forced to take, how they were turned into uh, medical experiments and things like this. I don't know how you look them in the face and tell them they have no choice but to go do this. Right. Or I really don't. So we're left with a lot of bad choices. Right. I don't think we can mandate that this happen. And I can tell you that, you know, I was down getting my my shot literally the first moment of the first day that that I was able to get. I'm immunocompromised. Lots of people are. Last thing I wanted to do was deal with COVID and turns out probably already had COVID anyway. From that time, I almost died laying on my couch coughing for 10 days. Right. So here, here we are. But what, what are you willing to tell people? How much of their liberty are you willing to impede or, or confiscate in order to get them to do what you think is the right thing? And now there are no good answers. Hmm. Right? Anybody who thinks there's a great answer on one side or the other of this is just an idiot. There are no good answers. There are a host of bad. And if I were made the king of the United States tomorrow, I might be marching people through vaccine lines. I really might um then again as a personal liberty guy i know that that's offensive because it's offensive to me right uh, so what do you do given the circumstances and i think there there's really no good answer here and i don't think there's gonna be a good
0: answer yeah that's that's kind of like the 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 vision that i'm seeing from what i've talked to uh, like virologists and all these people yeah. and um i'm speaking to one uh, in a week or so who's like harvard mit like high level person. And I, I, I'm, I got a lot of questions for them because they're obviously pro vaccine. I'm, I'm, I was like 50, 50. I've talked to virologists before, even before the pandemic happened and I've never big on vaccines and this and that. And uh, I know they save lives. And I, I believe in science personally uh, versus like, you know, Oh my God, if I get this vaccine, is it going to make an arm grow out of my head or anything crazy? <laughs> you know, there's, just, there's people out there that are just like, they think that, Oh, like it's so funny. I hear the, uh, the classic, oh, the government is just doing it to track you. I'm like, well, right.
1: the, I don't know about enough. you, but the there's a
0: the a phone house. here that they could literally track. Right. That they if, already, if they want know, to track you,
1: they've right. already been doing it. Trust <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me on this yeah,
0: yeah. And in uh, a a vaccine is, you know, not, you know, there's way more un unobvious uh, options.
1: But... Right, and we gotta we gotta listen to people go on and on and on about how Bill Gates is in, inserting right. something into. I mean, give me a fucking breath. How right. fucking stupid are you? yeah they that really believe that I and mean, that's just fucking dumb
0: i know it's and insulting it's,
1: I, let, let me try i'm going to try not to sugarcoat my opinion for much longer um but you know i had uh i had all of my children and the wife we all we all got it on the very first day we were able to get it. and i keep thinking about the anti-vaxxers right and you, you wonder what they're thinking um and i go back historically right and i think about the polio vaccine People went outside and danced in the streets. This is literally true. They danced in the streets when it was announced, and they said things like, "Now our children don't have to die anymore." Right. Um, who's anti-vax again? Tell me. Right. Right. Because we we eradicated polio. Right. It's gone now. It's not gone in India, say, or Pakistan, but it's gone here and every other place in in the first world, and if, if the anti-vaxxers want to tell me how evil vaccines are, well, I've got a counterexample for it. Right. And then a, bu- a bunch of other ones, too. You know, I have three children. I remember when they were little in the vaccine schedules that they were on. Uh, there's not a single one that I'm, I look back upon and say, geez, we shouldn't have done that one.
0: Right. Measles. I
1: remember we didn't do the HPV for them um, because I figured that was uh, a behavioral disease. And if they wanted that one they'd have plenty of time to opt in later right. um but everything that was not behavioral right anything that you could catch by walking down the street i couldn't wait to vaccinate them again against right. those things right and yeah. i you know I, you look really young Were you like 12 <laughs> 13. because <laughs> i remember when when i was young when i was six or seven dinosaurs roamed the earth moses lived next door um <laughs> Back then, uh, chickenpox. There, there was no vaccine for chickenpox, and parents—not my parents—I got it anyway. But, but parents used to invite children. They used to invite children over, and they would have a chickenpox party. They would run one infected child through the room uh, until everybody was sure to get chickenpox. Because it's so much better to get chickenpox as a very young child than as a young adult, right? If you get it as an adult, you're probably you may well end up sterile, right? right? It, it's a, it's occasionally lethal, but when you're seven or eight, you get the chicken pox and everything itches for a minute. And then it goes away. Right. Um, I couldn't wait to get my kids vaccinated against chicken pox. Who the fuck wants to go get chicken pox on purpose? Right. Well, what The fuck's wrong with you. <laughs> if you have an option to not get the chicken pox on purpose, that's what you should do.
0: Yeah. No, chicken pox, they sucked as a kid.
1: They do. They absolutely sucked. Yeah. And you know, by the time you get to be my grandmother's age, say when she got shingles, ouch, yeah. right beyond painful. Which is like adult so, version of chickenpox, no? Yep, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you know, we may we may end up needing boosters because may not have immunity into our seventies. But fuck it, why, give me a booster. Right. Uh, right. Sure. I know. And, yeah. And, it's good. And you know, so too every other thing. there there's not a vaccine against happiness there's vaccines against things that'll kill you right yeah so yeah the more the better yeah i I agree although i I have to i have to tell you when i pulled up and i got the shot i looked i looked at the the woman who gave it to me i said am i autistic yet God. and i don't i don't think she she didn't no, think that was funny of at course all. not no,
0: that's <laughs> hilarious well that's true i mean that's kind of like for example my uh when i talked to uh, the virologist who's a uh, doctor um rebecca katz from georgetown she's on the, she's actually on the biden task force for COVID now um just she can't talk to me anymore she's like i can't do i can't do <laughs> well, anything until i get out you're of not allowed course. to have
1: you're not allowed to have personal opinions when you're a public figure right so fair, fair enough
0: i was like all right i'll wait till you you know that administration's out of there and, um, you know if she'd worked for the trump
1: administration she'd already have been fired
0: oh she exactly yeah i would have been good yeah i hit her up like every six months I'm like hey she's like can't yet but uh, but then she gives me resources of people but i talked to her and i told her my sister my sister's like uh, lives in ojai california very whimsical hippie-ish um and wasn't getting their her, their her children vaccinated and we had that conversation like what you're saying is that's why we're starting seeing like populations of like measles um, and uh, like other, other uh, not yep. smallpox, but other things that were popping up out of nowhere. Cause
1: uh, mumps, rubella, mumps, yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah. MMR. Yeah, yeah, vaccine, yeah, yeah. All these things. And where do you find them? You find them in California, rich yep. white people. yep These things, these things were always poor minority communities, right? That's who got hammered with these mm-hmm. things. Um, but those people have enough common sense to go and say, well, You know, we have this option before us. Let's maybe take it. Right. Whereas the upper middle class and and beyond in California, they get to be fashionable with their boutique opinions. Right. And, you know, they're just I think it's just stupid. Yeah. I can't I can't I can't say this forcefully enough. Um, We have a way to keep our children from becoming ill. And I mean, capital I ill, not a cold, but something that could, in fact, kill them. Right we have all kinds of mechanisms so we should take them right up we should all take every single one of them yeah now i agree the the difficulty becomes when is freedom less relevant than getting this done and i don't i don't know the answer to that question right because i'm pretty sure it's not like i haven't thought about these things before right this isn't a brand new thing somebody has said well okay go figure this out i've been thinking about these sort of things for 35 years and if I look at this particular thing and I say, I don't see a clear answer, I'm pretty sure that's because there's not a clear answer. Right. This is going to be something that we're going to argue about forever. And, you know, I wish to God we had some kind of better argument to put forth. Anthony, uh, bless his soul, came up with a pretty, yeah, that's right. You heard me. <laughs> he, uh, he, he's got a pretty good example here. He says that there's, you know, Pollution is a negative externality, and governments exist in no small part but to address negative externalities. And almost everybody is going to nod yes to that. And he said, people who are ill are engaging in a kind of pollution. And if that's true, if it's a negative externality, then government could have the power to regulate that, too. And that's right. right? That, that may be horrifying to certain people, and I get that. But there's nothing wrong about the argument. Right. It, it it proceeds as it should and it concludes correctly Right. Uh, okay. Well, that may change things quite a bit. It's not going to make anybody any happier than they were already. And and you know we posted this a couple of maybe nights ago. Anthony's always been all. all he, Anthony has already been referred to as a communist and these oh. kinds of things. You know, a tool of the devil. Killing him on the in the comments. Cause, yeah, because you know people people often think these things and we just don't get it out in public enough you know anthony's an economist he sees the world that way he offered an economic vision that might answer a very difficult question um i agree that the question is difficult i think his presuppositions in in his argument are correct therefore it might well be right, right. that government exists to, to take care of ne- negative externalities and that's exactly what we've got here right. now I can tell you about my own behavior, right? Because maybe this will shed a little bit of light on how I think about these things. Um, at first, I was not terribly interested in wearing a mask. Uh, I I hate it, right? What has mask wearing taught me? It's taught me that I'm always too hot and have terrible breath, just like everybody else learned, right? And so I'm not going to wear this fucking mask. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the fucking world loses their minds, and they're yelling at each other in public over mask wearing. And I said, you know, I'm pretty sure these masks aren't making the critical difference here. However, if I can put one on and make all of my fellow citizens more comfortable, then of course I will. It's not that consequential. It's not that big a deal. So I put them on. And some months later, a year later, whatever, Every single person has had the opportunity to get a vaccine. Well, I don't care if you got it or not. That's none of my business. But you had the opportunity to, which meant I rolled up my mask, put it in my pocket, and everybody can bite me if they think I'm going to wear it again. Uh, I have have no choice but to wear it on an airplane, Um, although I say bite me on the airplanes a lot, too. But look, you know, I was happy to do it because it really did make people feel better and people were out of their minds with it fear. Did. Right. So, yeah but but after they've all had the chance to be vaccinated, why do I have to ruin my day now? Right. And I don't think there's any more uh, a compelling reason. Right. Children kind of pollute the problem here. It's it's always children are always the problem when you look to to get a general rule that covers everybody. Now, children can't be vaccinated yet so you see where the friction is going to come right now children when they get covid tend to be it tends to be incredibly mild Mm -hmm. but you know if i had a three or four year old child i wouldn't want to hear that right i'd want to hear how much of a risk there was right well you know here we are we're just gonna yell at each other for a while longer longer, yeah yeah (laughs) that's what we do right when we get bored we just start yelling at each other (laughs)
0: well hearing you say that about the mask i feel like since you're so you know as far as when it comes to like like liberties and like you know, like your freedoms and stuff like that constitution like it it, that says a lot honestly because like i I felt the exact same way whereas like i don't want to wear this but it's helping it's for the greater good
1: it's gonna people were terrified right they're absolutely terrified they were and i i that made me i felt awful about that right? right and and look, we're all in this together. How do I know? Well, we're all in everything together. Right. And and whenever I can make things better for other people at almost no cost to myself, I'll do it every time.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree.
1: But after a while, maybe it's, you should just shut the fuck up and leave me alone. Now, yeah. Right?
0: After a while, it's like, listen, I did my part. Now do yours. Yeah. Um, and uh, what kills me is the two things. One is the the politic. It's so politicized. Um, the, the whole vaccine, man. Everything about it, and then also the the uh like Fauci for what for example it's like we can do this but we can't do this like when the riots were happening and we talked about this last time we talked a little yeah. bit about like okay how is a super spreader sports football game uh not okay but you know the a riot for George Floyd
1: yeah is, why can I why can I go riot but not have a birthday party
0: yeah it it literally it, that's what kills me is the inconsistencies of it and then the fact of yeah. like Okay, well, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. You don't have to wear a mask. And then when it's time to get vaccinated, guess what? You should still wear a mask. Gotta it's wear like, a mask
1: anyway. That's what? Um, and, and then they double down on it, right? Because now you might have to wear two masks. Right. Yeah. He's got on, on the camera fuck. with two masks. I'm like, and, here. And every everybody out there like me who's done significant work in political philosophy watched uh Fauci go on and on and on and on. And, on. and it caught him in how many different lies? Right. And he said, well, it was for the greater good, and that's Plato's or Socrates. Um, Oh, God, it's blank on it. It's the noble lie, right? right? That sometimes you just have to tell people a lie, and if it's noble, everything's just fine. So Fauci, of course, um, well, it seems to me like he was really selling the Fauci brand first, but, you know, secondarily, he was trying to look after public health. And if the great unwashed, you know, like us, need right. to be lied to in order to to get our behavior in line with what elites think we should be doing, well, fuck it," said right. Tony Fauci. Right. And you know, sooner or later, when you catch him in enough enough lies, you stop listening. Yeah. So I don't, I don't give two shits what Tony Fauci I, says at all.
0: Tuned him out six eight months ago. I was like, yep, that's right. He's... That ship has sailed. Yeah, which and, bad brand, bad for his brand.
1: Yeah, no that's right. It's you know, well, he'll still always be able to fill half a room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, who who knows, but this whole thing, the, the whole COVID business has been a nasty object lesson in how government works. Right. From the lies it tells you to the things it mandates, right? You see, you get to see it all, uh, warts and all. And there are a lot of warts here. So, what can you do? Right. I'm just, I'm left to shrug my shoulders.
0: Yeah. It's same. I feel like it, when's it going to end? Is it going to end? Is this going to be normal? It's, it's funny because when I interviewed the Dr. Katz from Georgetown, I, I post videos now of like, we talked in February, um of 2020 like before like shit got real and she's literally calling it she's like you know it's it's probably going to be like where masks are normal like they're in china i'm like get the fuck out of here you're crazy that was an easy call to make yeah she's like like shutting down schools like like all these things that are now basically normalized for us now I, i predict
1: that we will have people who never take the masks off again
0: wow you think so of course yeah
1: i agree of course because this as soon as this virus is eradicated the next one will be along true and if it worked last time well let's do it again this time true i don't i'm pretty sure masks don't do much good at all i, I actually don't um,
0: think they do like because the, the molecules it, are too small
1: yep just not just not convinced but everybody else is convinced enough to keep doing it right so i i predict i will not live a day on this planet where i don't see people wearing masks I mean it's so stupid at this point and I mean stupid excuse me that I'm driving down the road and I see people alone in a car Car. wearing a mask what the fuck do you think you're going to get alone in your car I mean if if you think you need a mask you should you should have rubber gloves on too (laughs) yeah
0: those are funny I see those, those what
1: the hell's wrong with people I see people walking outside literally mask. 500 feet from any other living creature let alone people right mask mask up yep the airplanes fly. too
0: airplanes have a different uh, air circulation too like so I think that was kind of counterintuitive as well as to having to yeah. wear a mask on airplanes but I
1: I'm on I'm on an airplane probably two or three times a week at this point right I travel a lot right and the thing that I have found is that the flight crew was very emphatic in that first month or so about you best be wearing your oh. mask. They are no longer emphatic like that anymore. Nope, nope. Um, one of them, I I won't even say which airline I was on. It, it rhymes with American. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm on the plane, and I said, oh, fuck it. I just put the mask up on my head yeah. because you know my head is big and bald, and it, it, it held the mask quite nicely. And nobody bothered to say a word to me until five minutes before we started to land. At which point the flight attendant leaned in and said, you're really going to have to put that on. Yeah. yeah so it's they, not like they didn't notice. No, <laughs> they knew.
0: And and that's the other thing is, too. It's like, oh, it's a when now. It's like, oh, listen, if you're going to eat also, just make sure you eat. And they, I'm like,
1: put it down yeah. between bites. You got to yeah. be fucking kidding. me. I her. know.
0: Yeah. Go <laughs> to a restaurant and you're like, like, like this invisible force field is going to block me from when I when I have my mask on from when the hostess takes me to my table and then I
1: take it up. It's like fucking crazy. Yeah, where where I am here in Tucson, people kind of gave that crap up a long time ago. Same here in Colorado there's, Springs. There's a there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people here, half a million, like we said earlier, and they've got a degree of common sense which you don't often see.
0: Right.
1: So you know, I'm kind of happy living with them. They're they're not crazy, Same. mostly. So good to go. I agree. I did get yelled at. I did mm-hmm. get yelled at at the Trader Joe's by a woman who clearly had graduated medical school by the age of 22. Um, And and she started yelling at me. And and I said, Well, do you know who cares about what your opinion is? And she said, No, I said, not me. Go away. go away. Um, And she was horrified that somebody might have arrived at a different conclusion, right? Which I think is, there's the emblematic difficulty, right? We've got two different groups of people living under the same tent. Mm-hmm. Who can't quite figure out how anybody could believe anything other than exactly what they do? Right. Well, there's your problem.
0: That's that's a huge problem, and that's what I mean when it's so politicized, as far as yes. like the left, and you can't even have a fucking conversation with certain people because it becomes not factual; mm-hmm. it's emotional, and it's just like what, like, dude. When I'm reading some of these comments, like, in on some of Anthony's videos, I don't even comment because I'm like, this is. I'm not about to go down those rabbit hole because this person is
1: clearly. There's Speaking nothing good happening in the comments. Nothing. Um, no, I'm. I I always tell young people who ask me, you know, what they what they should know if they start writing, for, you know, like like I do. Right. And I said, well, um, never, ever, ever, and I mean never, read the comments. Right. There, those people are just looking to pour acid all over you.
0: Oh yeah, trolls.
1: Uh, yep. The, the, nothing good comes of it, and young yeah. people always read the comments. I know. It's... And then and then I got to talk them off a ledge. Right. It's, it's... Yeah it's hard you know th- these are these are basement dwellers yeah neckbeard mason mace- basement <laughs> dwellers and you know you got to let it go it, yeah. but it it's hard when you're young and you think you've just done a good thing and you sent the link to all your friends and your mom. Yeah. yeah and she said why is this person calling you a nazi yeah i don't understand <laughs> um no that's and, true and there it is right and i i combat this literally every day of the week right, right? I'm it's sure. my it's my job to put things online so people can read rational things. Right. Um, at AIR.org, by the way, go right over there and take a look. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm bringing that place as, as best I can into consonance with, you know, fully sensible things. And that's hard, right? Because everybody who writes for us, myself included, well, we believe things very strongly, right? But that doesn't mean we can't get it right. It just means we have to measure twice and cut once, right? Sure check where we're going so you know does all of this end well yeah probably not um it probably is never ending right but if you sit and think back to 20 years ago weren't we already on that path true yeah probably yeah so at some point i think it becomes reasonable to tell people to cut it out right they won't of course cut it out no but it becomes reasonable you could say that at least half of them won't that's that's right half of them will (laughs) until the next election right yeah it's oh my god okay speaking of i look i look forward to when chelsea clinton can run for the president oh,
0: i can't wait or oh, the bushes the daughters i mean
1: oh sure i forgot all about them
0: uh, yeah it's it's gonna be good jenna and some
1: other woman i don't yeah, remember so that i don't even name.
0: shit if i know they're all i know is chelsea clinton that's like the only yeah one that was,
1: it's easier because there's only the, the one. only one
0: right exactly um so i've always was wondering about term limits with yeah, these a lot of people are
1: wondering about that lately
0: like Okay. I mean, for example, Biden, um, for all of you watching and listening, if you Google any of his old videos, uh, there's videos of him in parades with uh, things like the Grand Master of the KKK. There's uh, like his stance on certain things has done a complete 180,
1: which. Well, old, older Democrats, Democrats um, Biden's age, and even a little younger are all going to have a Klan problem. Right. And that's just how it was, right? The entire South was solidly Democratic. It was called the Solid South right. by Democrats. And in order to keep winning, and they, they won every single election for decades, um, they needed broad support from across the constituencies. And one of the constituencies was the Clinton, wow. right? So it, it's just, I mean, look, it's awful, but you can't point at it and say, that's a choice they made for no good reason. I get why this happened. Right. Um, and there's, you know, we had a couple, we had a couple of, uh, a couple of guys from the Klan on the Supreme Court. It, 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 that was a portion of our history that was just a, one problem after another. And if you thought you were ever going to be able to solve the bigger ones, then you had to overlook a bunch of the other ones. Right. Uh, and and I'm not willing to hold people to task if I probably would have done the same thing. Right. right you needed to win first before you could even make a dent in these issues right true, true. and and by the time you get to 1964 with the civil rights act well democrats were fully in control of that. right right they had an opportunity to do something and then they did it right and we could talk about how that law was kind of broken how there were a bunch of problems with it how it yielded perverse outcomes and things like this but the simple fact remains um if we're going to pick on the democratic party for being in bed with the Klan throughout the time of the solid South. Well, what about that? What about the 64 Civil Rights Act right. and the Voting Rights Act of 65? These these were Democrat things. Um, so I'm not willing to just push them down into the sewer. It, it's unfair. Right, and I right. think this is the kind of thing that political opponents should often do, right? You should say, all right, look, we always blame them for this, but eh, they they made right the minute they could. Right. So you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every- and that that's kind of like w- the only reason why I brought it up was because like the, the amount of time that has has spanned for Biden yeah. and, and I mean it's like fifty plus years. He's an old guy. It, 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 it just in politics. And and that's I know that's not terms, but like I mean, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. like I mean it's kind of senators and, 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 and uh like their terms are insane. Like how is yeah. uh, Mitch McDonald, whatever his name is, like
1: i think Pelosi. He came into, i think he got his office during the
0: civil war literally like pelosi's like you're like 60 like like these yeah. people like there has to be and then you know what how, why is that a thing and, and it cannot
1: well, be changed he, no it can't be changed uh and, and here's the thing we needed a, a a constitutional constitutional amendment to term limit the president uh at, at the time the constitution was written 1787 uh, people thought, And, and this, the, the thought of term limits came up at the convention of 1787. Wow. People talked about it, and they said, well, we probably shouldn't have them, because what, what would it mean if we did? Well, that means we would be limiting the choice of the public if they decided they really liked this guy and wanted him for a third term or a second term, whatever. Um, they wouldn't have that opportunity, and, and there's something perfectly reasonable about that then you realize all the benefits of incumbency that we know about in retrospect that the guys at the convention could never have predicted. Right. Uh, and then it, it seems that when you get 95% reelection rates there's probably an advantage to being in the congress if right. you want to stay in the congress right. But here's here's the thing we needed a we needed an amendment to get the president term limited so the two terms that comes from the constitutional amendment, not the original um, drafted material, and nowhere in the Constitution does it say word one about uh, term limits for House members or senators. And people were pushing them through at the state level, right? Because if you think about it, every single person in our government is elected in a state. The president and the vice president are the only two that aren't, right? So everybody one way or another is, is from a state. So it seemed reasonable for people to conclude, well, given that they work for the states, or 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 some such, right? Um, then it would be reasonable for state governments to implement term limits. And not unsurprisingly, you got um, Republican state governments deciding to term limit out a bunch of Democrats who right. had won statewide election. Uh, it, it's obvious that you know that was a bunch of bullshit that they were doing right. um, and when the when it was reversed you see what a bunch of nonsense this becomes but most people don't know this in 1995 a case made its way to the supreme court it was it us term limits versus Thornton? and the supreme court of the united states declared term limits unconstitutional so that's the reality you have to live with in order to make them constitutional you would require a constitutional amendment just like we had with the presidency and if it's such a good goddamn idea well then go get one it but... should be easy to get a constitutional amendment if everybody agrees with you right. but come to find out nobody agrees with you now you know i i think given the polarization that we see right now you can see where we will never have that super majority that would be required to get an amendment through right that's just how it is right but you know, people. I, I think they talk about term limits all the time, as if we could just wave a magic wand tomorrow and make that happen. We can't. Right. Right. It you can have term. You can have term limits in your state legislatures. That happens. Right. That that's a thing that happens. And when people know that's a thing that happens, they think, well, why the hell can't we just do it here too? Right. Um, but the rules are, in fact, different. Right. So,
0: interesting. I never. If, yeah. I never if, you, if you
1: think that's a great idea, sorry, you're out of luck. Yeah. Great.
0: I just, you know,
1: is it fair though? Um, probably, I think. I, at least, look, you're 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 delving into the that layer that's really just opinion. Right. Um, there's no fact that I could throw down here. But I'm um, I'm persuaded by the original arguments that there is a term limit. It's called an election. So when you the know, election, if if your guy is so terrible, it should be real easy to beat him. And yet that's a form of logic that we don't often see. That's actually, but, makes you know, look, sense. You, yeah. I mean, if you think of the kind of the old time senators, right? Robert Byrd, I've driven through West Virginia, literally everything in the state is named after. Him, yep. Right. He was the pork king. Yeah. He brought more money back to West Virginia than West Virginia ever had on its own. Um, and of course he did that to get reelected. And of course he was reelected. Right, so there, there's always a problem underneath things. Right? Right. You don't want people bending wantonly like, like the government does. It's like a bunch of drunken sailors, surely, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> but there's really no way apart from elections to undo that. And if people don't pay enough attention to these sorts of things, then they're never going to be wise in, the, in, in an election. Right. Well, sorry. Yeah. Who should we blame? Everybody. Yeah, I, a great I, idea.
0: I agree. I think there's like it's. I mean, I don't even know when senators and republic. I don't even. I'm not Republicans, but um, congressmen like uh, their elections are until I start seeing pickets well, everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's I'm actually driving. easy. So the president's every four years, the um the house is every two years. So we're coming up on the two year one. They'll, they'll start campaigning in earnest real soon. Um, but every every time this happens, right when a party um, takes the presidency it loses congressional seats coming and going so here's a here's a prediction for you the democrats will do very poorly in the mid-year election now this is going to make me seem like nostradamus when it's exactly what happens but if you go back through our history you'll see that it literally happens every every four years right right um every party out of out of presidential power has remarkable gains in the midterm election so the the house is every two years which means every single person in the house of representatives can be turned out within two years wow. and the founders said well that's good because that will bind them to the will of the people people want things in the immediate sense right so let's give them the most numerous branch of of the Congress and say this represents you every two years you can vote them all out and get whatever you want the Senate on the other hand they have elections every two years but it's a third a third a third Right? So, you could only turn out one third of the Senate every two years. Hmm. You get 66% in that, you know, the, the, the next two years, and then you get 100% after the, the third. And what ends up happening, because they can't be turned out rapidly, because it, t- it would take three years for each of them to come up for re-election, the Senate ends up representing long term interests. so you've got immediate interests in the house i want this and i want it now Mm -hmm. and then you've got long-term interest in in the senate what would be the best thing to do so we're all better off in six years right and and if you really watch they operate according to those two different ideas um what it is but what even emerges right if you think about your average house member Mm -hmm. they always seem kind of crazy and silly right because they're always playing to a base back home in a in a congressional district um, senators, on the other hand, come off as dignified, above it all. Even the ones that you don't like, right? Think yeah. Chuck Schumer from New York, right. who's the biggest ass of all the asses I've right. seen in a long time. Um, if you watch him, he comports himself differently than a member of the House. He right. walks slower. He looks more thoughtful, right? It's, it's right down to the marrow. So always always understand that these sorts of details in no small way determine what our outcomes are long before there are any outcomes to observe That's and insane. you can just you just bet on certain things happening because that's how it was designed
0: right that's what's fascinating is like that was designed how long ago and they had that 17, much
1: yep, 1787
0: foresight to like think like this is how it should work and th- that's crazy
1: and you can read these things james madison took copious notes at the federal convention federal convention was great fun right because first they sent uh 55 men ended up signing but more showed up um and they were sent there in order to revise the articles of confederation which were at the time the constitution that we had nobody pays any attention to it um so all these guys got there and uh, they looked around in independence hall a place you can visit in philadelphia if you ever feel like it you should it's great um they, they walked into Independence Hall, they looked around, and they said, well, you know what we really really need to do? We need to just expel the press right now. And the entire press was shown the door. Wow. Not one reporter was left inside. Hmm. So, you know, if that's the first thing you do, the second thing you do is going to be some shit,
0: right? right you yeah. know
1: <laughs> that that second thing they do is something way out of bounds. And yep. it was they they kicked out the press. They shut the doors. They closed all the windows, and you can imagine how that smelled in 1787 in the summer. Yeah, when they're all wearing thick wool coats yeah, and fake fake hair. hair. Yeah, but right. That must have been a, that must have been like a like a YMCA smelling so bad. <laughs> and and they said the first thing they did after they kicked out the press was they said, well, surely there's no way that we can fix the Articles of Confederation. Let's start over. Yeah. Reading. seriously you got to be fucking kidding me if right. you read the articles of convention of the articles of uh, um, confederation what you find is that it's impossible you cannot amend the articles there's no amendment process there that doesn't require unanimity so you could have started over but you would have needed every state to be unanimous and wanting right and Rhode Island, Rhode Island was the Florida of its day. If there was something goofy happening, you could bet your ass it was happening in, in
0: Rhode Island, man. Rhode
1: Island. and they th- there was a while, and they had two fucking governors, any, any stupid thing you can imagine, right. and they couldn't manage to get a delegation to Independence Hall. Everybody else had no problem with this. but right. Rhode Island just couldn't pull the trigger. So right, right there, you know that there will be no unanimity. There can't be, Rhode Island's not there. Mm -hmm. Um, Making matters a little worse, uh, the state of New York sent three people, two of them looked around and left. They said, this isn't what we decided to do, we're out of here, which meant that New York didn't didn't have a quorum either. Um, The third guy from New York, Alexander Hamilton, you might've heard of him, he stuck around. The other two left. Uh, Yeah, so right off the bat, two states don't even get a vote. You, this is not going to be unanimous. It can't be. Right. Um, so they ended up rewriting the Constitution. By the time they were done, only 55 men remained in the building. Wow. And they wrote a hell of a thing. And you, you can you can go through. Uh, Madison's notes are published. You can read them uh, day by day. And it, they're fascinating because wow. it walks you right through everything. I mean, you think about how easy it is that, yeah, of course, our president is elected every four years. Well, what made you think you had to have a president? mm mm-hmm. Right. We didn't have one under the articles. Why would right. we have one here? Right. Um, the president's kind of monarchical. Maybe that might not be a great idea. Well, that was never really seriously considered. Of course, we were going to at the time. And what else? It was going to be one dude. But at the time, people were saying, why not a, a, a committee?
0: Right.
1: Well, why not a committee? That's right. not a terrible idea. You know, you got to get three of five to go do anything. Well, that's actually not a terrible idea at all. Mm-hmm. it's not the thing we chose and we chose lots of things wisely and a couple of other things not so wisely and and here we are but there's no mystery to it right you can go back and read this all you like
0: that's crazy I, didn't know I, that.
1: I wish more people would it'd be an easier world to live in
0: right they would understand um, it more
1: yeah and, and look when you when you read the thing you find out a couple of things george washington said almost nothing really he presided over it he didn't engage himself in, in long speeches Wow he just sat there being dignified why because he knew there was going to be a presidency and everybody knew it was going to be him first really he he won the office unanimously wow think about that for a second how the hell did you do that right well you did it did it in a bunch of ways not the least of which is shutting your stupid mouth yeah right he didn't talk a lot when he didn't have something to say and Washington he made his bones quitting things and if you think yeah yeah right if you think about it it's brilliant think about the american revolution the revolutionary Mm -hmm. war that was a war we never should have won there's there's no way in hell that we should have won that and and realistically we didn't have to what we had to do was not lose the British had to keep sending people three thousand miles from home. Right. All we had to do was keep not losing, and sooner or later they would pack up and leave. Right. And that's that's about what happened. But somewhere in the middle, um, some of his men said, "George, you should just be king," and he bitch slapped them down so hard it's not even funny. There, are, there, you can read the. He had articles, and he had an article published that laid out from a letter why he didn't want to do this. Um, and then after the revolution is over he washington shows up in full dress with his sword to the uh, the united states Capitol, which was then in annapolis maryland mm-hmm. and he walked in with the united states congress in a room and gave back a ceremonial sword he quit the army what yeah he quit thus establishing civilian control of the military forever and all time unbelievable what? Right? why on earth would he want to quit well by quitting he had a legacy that no other man will ever have he had power and he gave it up right. amazing then he's president unanimously twice eight years and at the end of the eight years he said you know what that's enough i'm gonna go back to my farm now right and it's the first time in human history somebody willingly said you know what it's been nice i no longer want this political power and his example giving up the presidency was so good that everybody did it after the second term until franklin roosevelt in the the 20th century really so this is what you're looking at when you're looking at washington he was absolutely a great man people don't even comprehend how great he was wow but he gave up power every time he had the chance and it it became institutionalized immediately thereafter Um, so Washington didn't say much. Ben Franklin, probably the most famous of all the people in the room. Um, when things got bad and people started yelling at each other, insulting each other, Ben Franklin would, would draw everybody close and offer a prayer.
0: Hmm.
1: Why? Because he was the old dude. Yeah. He was the guy that everybody thought, well, we got one adult in the room. (laughs) And when he said, you got to stop this, they did.
0: They listened. Yeah.
1: Just as you would if you walked into a room with a bunch of young people and one guy in his 70s, right? If right. you said, look, you're doing this incorrectly, you might actually listen. Right. And people did listen to Franklin. And, and you start, these things emerge as you start reading through the convention notes that Madison took. And it's a beautiful thing, right? The, the convention was unbelievable, totally high-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, come to find out, they, they ratify the uh, Constitution inside the room. And what do they do? They send it out. They said, well, let's send it to the states. And nine of thirteen, if nine of thirteen buy into this, we're going with it. Well, that was against the letter of the law of the Articles of Confederation, which said 13 of 13. But the people who wrote the new one were claiming a much higher authority. They weren't, they weren't looking at legalisms. They were looking at things that they would they would more likely consider the natural law. And the things that we had to settle as a people. Or we were all going to be in real trouble you can get away with a failed constitution you couldn't have gotten away with two this was the last chance they had right and they grabbed it with everything they had. so i think i think the entire thing is so honorable that it it, it breaks my heart when people don't know anything about it. That I, right and I, what if we learned a... we've learned that <sighs> the the people who did this were all villains in the american story right and and that's that's astonine of course that's They were human beings, and some of them had done pretty horrific things, but they had done, largely speaking, what all the other humans had done, except they were smarter and a little more high-minded because they were able to put all of what they wanted aside and figure out what would work best. For the future. And here we are. And look, I'm not going to make the case that we haven't prostituted the Constitution in every way. We have. Mm -hmm. But that it still exists at all is shocking. It is shocking. It is fascinating. If, if you could bring James Madison back and say, Well, what looks weird to you, Jimmy Madison, he, he would say, But you're Scott, you guys are still using that constitution <laughs> we wrote? You gotta be shitting. It. Yeah, they're all drunk um,
0: just making shit up. Yeah. And
1: yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and one of these days I'll send you over the bar tab for George Washington's retirement party. Really? It's astonishing. Wow. It's astonishing. Those fuckers drank more than any group of people ever should have had. That's crazy. They're, they were living hard so so
0: george washington by him forfeiting after eight years that kind of like set that th- okay there's your ter- there's
1: your term limit wow it was enough and and when did we get the constitutional amendment breaking the other way on this right after we had seen roosevelt win a fourth term he fourth. didn't get to serve it yeah he didn't oh. serve it he died um so he was into his fourth term but you know when when george w says well <laughs> when george washington says um two years is enough for any man and then somebody gets four and then a, ho- a minute and a half later we have a constitutional amendment on the way right you can tell that washington over time still wins today
0: yeah yeah
1: we all cared we all cared about something we just forgot why we cared about it.
0: right that's fascinating
1: yeah i would love I'll, to see the bar tab from back then. oh I'll, I'll send it over to you tonight you're gonna that's you probably awesome. want to put it up on the screen it's oh, really that funny.
0: that's cool yeah i'll put that up it's probably like handwritten obviously it's really yeah i'll I'll, I'll pop it up yeah um what do you think about recently with um what aoc uh when she went to the met gala that with her yeah tax the rich and that that's kind of my thing is like she came into uh congress of like a poor from the bronx (laughs) even though she left the bronx at five um and now she's going to a place where the average ticket's thirty thousand dollars, and she's sure, at a, and a party. Make no
1: mistake, she she didn't buy that ticket. No, of course not.
0: No, but I'm just saying, like it's kind of like it's. I think it sent the wrong message of like tax the rich, but you're at a party that's basically to glorify the rich.
1: Yeah, um, right. so like, I don't know. I don't know. I
0: just anyway,
1: she. Well, I mean, I, George Washington, I have, AOC. I have, yeah, I know, boy, <laughs> from the, from tremendous heights right to the gutter. Um, but I, I should say this. Some years ago, matter of fact, it was 1987, the, 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 the good people at Boston University called me into the office and they said, James, you're going to have to leave. Get out. But- I, I was told that I could no longer study there. Fast forward some years, um, the school that threw me out gave her an economics degree. Draw your own conclusions. Draw okay. your own conclusions. Because what she knows about economics could probably fill a seashell. There's almost nothing that that she knows. I mean, almost nothing. Um, and and she's tone deaf, right? Because here here we are. She's the the woman of the people, and right? she's gonna crank about that till her dying day. And yet the first chance she gets to throw on that fifty thousand dollar dress or how much they paid for it, I don't know. Um, and go to the big expensive gala. Well, of course she went. Right. And you can see how she's becoming a congressman now yeah at first she was something other she was a a, she was a protest vote in no uncertain terms Mm -hmm. but now she's just one of the boys right Um, and you'll see more of this happening over the next i mean she's she's in a safe district right if they kept that district intact she would get reelected every every term every two years she'd Mm -hmm. be right back in now she did piss a bunch of people off not the least of, of whom nancy pelosi And there was a lot of grumbling about districting her out of existence which you know she keeps doing stupid things and and making the party look even dumber than it is right yeah they they might they might district her out of of existence
0: and district do you mean they they would just like get rid of that district and she wouldn't
1: no redraw the lines so that she couldn't possibly win wow i mean this is what gerrymandering is and we think that it's always the party in power um that would want to extend its reach because of course it would but sometimes it's almost as important to get rid of a lunatic in your right. midst right right and who is that republican uh, congressman king yeah. who was just a racist to his core right yeah. and you know if if you're in the leadership of the house of representatives as, as a republican you got to think how the hell can we get him out of here right every time he opens his mouth all the other congressmen in all the other states are in real trouble because yeah, like, yeah. you're the party of racists right and and look let's be honest the Republican Party is the party of racists yeah that's a that's a factual claim just like the Democratic Party is the party of Communists. Now does it mean that all of them are racists no not even close a very very slim minority. does it mean that all of the Democrats are communists? No um, a very slim minority but those are the real problems each party has with its constituents
0: right there's yeah, always that yeah. one or two that are just like yeah
1: I think I think it's a wash in the end that right. they're they're probably they probably cancel each other out
0: okay right. yeah that's I was just fascinated when I saw her because I she came yeah the, and, well
1: the dress was striking right the it was very nice Big, big expensive white dress with something painted across the back of it Tax through it, tax through Really, rich. and then she's got really? shirts
0: that she's making. I think like eighty uh, percent
1: profit um, it, on. It it does make a man scratch his head and wonder about what true socialism is.
0: It's like, uh,
1: yeah, she's because you know I'm a shirt needing American. Why don't I just get them for free? Yeah, right, yeah. I don't
0: That's, have enough shirts.
1: Send yeah. them on over. I don't have shirts. <laughs>
0: That's insane. Well, who's who's gonna be uh, with all these t- like the, the the two trillion that we did that we, that that. They, Trump did. Um
1: yeah, new, now if the three point five trillion. I think it's three point, yeah. Who's gonna pay for all this? Nobody. Nobody's ever gonna pay for that. Really? No, the, the entire economy will collapse. Like that's what you're saying will happen? Yeah, that's gonna happen. The same way I know the sun rises in the east, I know that this economy is gonna take. It. And when it does, uh, it'll take the entirety of the monetary system with it. There will be no such thing as dollars. There might not be a such thing as the United States. What? Well,
0: um, let's look, unpack think, this a little. bit. Yeah, th-
1: think about it this way: if um, if the government of France disappeared tomorrow, there would still be France. Mm-hmm. And how do I know it's, it's populated by French people? There's an ethnic basis for state. So to the so to the Germans, Scots, the English, take your pick. Um, if the government of the United States disappeared tomorrow, would there still be a United States? Yeah, it's not as it's not as obvious an answer,
0: yeah, right. right?
1: You got to sit back and say, well, all right, maybe, maybe that's right. And what's going to happen, right? We're running up these incredible bills. And sooner or later, we're not even going to be able to make the interest payments, which is going to send things into a tailspin. And before long, you're going to have Venezuela questions to answer. How do you want to deal with this? Because there's only a couple of ways and they, they ruin you wholesale either way all right, so what's going to happen, the monetary system will collapse, the dollar will be worthless. I mean, if you go to to Venezuela, you can't buy things with their money anymore. They don't count the money, they weigh it. Because that's how worthless it is. Oh, my God. Fucking weigh the money. And when we get to that point here, because what are we doing um, different than the Venezuelans did? Nothing actually looks very much the same. Um, When that happens... Dollars will be worthless. The government will collapse because governments always collapse when that happens. And when that happens, we're not the United States of America anymore. Because the United States of America doesn't make a lot of logical sense. Historically, it does. It makes lots of historical sense, but but logical sense, not so much. Um, Where I live in Tucson, Arizona, we share more in common with the Mexicans on the other side of the border than we do with any of the New England states. Hmm. Now, the New England states, they have an interest that you can just say, yeah, that's their interest. Right. You could actually also include portions of New York, New Jersey and Pennsylvania. You draw a circle right around that part of the country and say, mm-hmm. these are the same. And then you get to the Mountain West when you're kind of there now. Um, there's something about the Mountain West that is different from every place else. I'm in the Desert West where we don't have water. We have a, we have a commonality of interest here. So to the pacific northwest uh, granola eaten liberal types up there right that it, it represents yeah, no, the real totally real interest right right and if you take a look right um we we have the answer already people just don't realize it yet the uh, the fema disaster map of how to get services to places that are hit by real c- catastrophes um it it divides the united states into 10 zones and those 10 zones make perfect sense because because they have to. Yeah. If you got to use these things to get needed supplies into a place where people are dying, mm-hmm. you sure as shit better have a culture that can withstand it. Right. So they, they just blocked them all off. Now I think it's wrong uh, to the extent that Utah. I don't think will be part of any other state. I think Utah always goes its own way. Um, they the Utahns the Mormons who live there already have the plan. It's the state of Deseret, and they, they're the shadow government. What we have fails. And I suspect that Texas right. is going its own way too, but everything else I think just breaks down on very logical lines. And the nice part here is that you know when World War II happened, by the end where the uh, the Germans and the Italians were weighing currency, right? Kind of like the Venezuelans. Now those countries were leveled, right? They were destroyed, and it wasn't altogether clear um, who was going to make that work again. Right. Which is why you get this thing, the Marshall Plan, and we start building up Europe. When it happens here, it's actually not that big a deal—not like it was with war-ravaged economies, because the productive capacity of of the United States remains exactly as it was the day before. Hmm. We can make shit; we're just going to need a better system to to do the accounting. So we'll need a better monetary system. Yeah, we. When ant and I first started thinking these thoughts, we said, "Okay, everybody's going to think that's crazy.
0: Yeah, Um, doomsday. let's,
1: Let's not talk about that in public." Right. And about a year ago, we said, "Well, um, I don't think anybody's going to call us crazy." Now it just seems like a very, very good prediction. Right. There we are.
0: It sounds. It sounds like it totally. and, And by by saying collapse, do you mean literally like there won't be any government, there won't be any more police, there won't be any like, like what do you mean by collapse?
1: The federal system will collapse. You'll still have state power. Right. There will be states and that will, you know, the, the question is how much of that gets exerted over time.
0: Right. I
1: don't know. Um, but, you know, look, if, if I had pulled you aside and I said, look, man, um, it's 1922 and I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure the stock market's going to crash. Within a comfortable span of years. Right. And I'm pretty sure we're going to end up with a Great Depression. I can't tell you when but I'm sure it's going to happen. Why? Well, I know history. That's what happens when things get like they are now. You would have to think about it, and you'd have to say, okay, is that guy, does he know what he's talking about, or is he crazy? Mm -hmm. And if you thought even for a second that I might be right, you would take measures. You would make sure that you had what you needed to get through a hard time. Mm -hmm. Go do that. That's not hard. That's not crazy. You should have some food around your house right it should be able to last you a while right. you should have a, a consistent water source right make sure you're not in, uh, beholden to anybody to get these basic things should you, you should have some weapons you should have some bullets right? right you should just be living i don't want to call it a prepper lifestyle but a self-sufficient one right well there's nothing crazy about that and if you're wrong if i'm wrong you're the guy who had too much food in his house right
0: right too many guys uh, that
1: just that just doesn't seem like that big a deal.
0: Right. Yeah, no, so, I totally understand that. That makes total sense. You know,
1: yeah. I, I don't want to live in the in the middle of a major metropolitan area. I'll live outside of town. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but not not downtown, where lots of people are all the time, where they become unruly first.
0: Right. That's
1: right. not my That's not my kind of thing. Do I think this is going to happen? Yeah, I know this is going to happen. When? You know when? No, you don't. No, I can't tell you. Can't yeah. tell. It could be decades be, or all right. I, it's hard to imagine, right? When, when Anthony and I first started, this week, our best guess was 25, 35 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was 10 years ago. Um, and the debt has gotten much, much worse. And it, it's escalating now exponentially. It's not a linear thing anymore, right? It, it was linear and then it just did this. Um And sooner or later, and here's where it's going to get ugly. Nobody's going to loan the United States government any more money. Right. Because they're all going to realize they're never going to get it paid back. Right. And the, the government is already running out of places to borrow. Uh, that's more of a problem than most people are willing to. Make. Damn. So when you can't borrow any more money, you're gonna, always going to do the same thing. It's what the Venezuelans did. You're going to print more. Yep. And when you print more, it's all going to be worthless. And when it's worthless and nobody will use it anymore, um, what's the point in the United States again? Right. Uh and now it doesn't sound crazy at all damn yeah sorry man damn man sorry but but look go take steps <laughs>
0: yeah listen look i tell me twice i can get a couple <laughs> of cans of tuna and a couple of ars yeah there here. you
1: go you got it you're like a bad bad prepper yeah i'm terrible yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't don't rely on me to help there dynamo. could be any mayonnaise after the apocalypse <laughs> tuna is no good <laughs> this is true
0: <laughs> i didn't think about that.
1: Fucking mayonnaise.
0: Well, so what do you think about the like? Okay, am I wrong? Did did the federal government cut off the unemployment? or the extra unemployment that they were given. I, I
1: i can't keep it straight. I don't know. Every now and then, too, I get a letter in the mail saying I get some thousands of dollars by virtue of having children. So I I, I was a breeder, and now I get I get checks in the mail. I, I'm quite sure I understand. Um, I don't understand when I don't get them. I don't understand when I do get them. Yeah. But hey, why not? I'm just a PhD in political science. would not expect me to understand it. Yeah, what? Well, what do you uh, know? Yes, yeah, no, that's right. Actually, a couple of years ago, I was walking through the halls when I was still working at the University of Arizona. You've seen these these dopes that walk around trying to register people to vote all the time. Right. One of them. One of them gets me in the hall and she says, um, "Would you like to register to vote?" And I said, "Oh, um, I'm a political scientist. We're not allowed to." And she went, oh, huh? okay. Yeah. Turned around and walked away. So I, I think we're we're not getting the right kind of people to go looking for people to sign up to vote.
0: Right, that's just, so funny. Just, just saying. <laughs> what do you know about voting? Right. Yeah, not much. Yeah, well, the I think the because I know a Desantis in Florida and I think Abbott in Texas basically were like, listen, we're not taking any more federal aid because like the workforce. I know like my job, my real job, um, it's like hard to keep people because people are yeah. making like you know a thousand dollars sitting on their couch eating potato chips instead of coming yep. in and doing work like with that uh, you know taxed with the all these bills and everything like that like i don't know what like how what how do we fix that or can you even fix that
1: yeah at this point it's not fixable really yeah no it's not um look there might be a technical way to fix it but realistically here on the ground where we live with politicians know this: we we've passed the point of no return on this really so yeah so brace yourself it's going to be worse it's gonna be a lot worse. yeah damn sorry I, man I don't know what to okay. tell you yeah I know I'm just like a you. wet I'm like a wet blanket Shut yeah, up to man. <laughs> yeah it's gonna no, get worse oh, it man. is gonna get worse there's like, no doubt it's gonna get worse and if you ask people <sighs> if you if you get people off to the side who have been trained in these sorts of things who know what they're looking at they all admit that this is untenable right so you know you can't blow it by anyone anymore now regular voters they're still convinced that one party is better than the Mm other but these are these two parties are loaded with the fools that fiddled while Rome burned right and that's just what it is um, years ago, Ant and I figured out how we could pay off the debt. This was back when it was about $20 trillion. Now it's $30 trillion. And in order to pay it off, you would have had to um, cut the federal budget, not the Washington cut where they cut what they were going to increase by, but a legitimate cut. You'd have to cut it 15%. Already it's impossible because you don't get 15% unless you make your way to Social Security. And nobody's cutting Social Security, so okay, that's not going to happen. But after you make the fifteen percent cut, you have to hold that spending constant for six years, not one addition for six years. And that presumes that the economy doesn't tank from the fifteen percent cut. It would, but fuck it. Stay with me anyway for the for the, for the for the reason of, a, of an, a, an example. Um, then. You could increase spending in lockstep with GDP. So as GDP went up, you could spend that many percentage points more on on whatever. But you would have to do that then for 100 years to pay off the debt. What? Yeah, fat fucking chance. That's what we're looking at. Never (sighs) going to. Never going to.
0: Yeah, didn't you and Ant or somebody say, like, we only are basically just going to have to, all oh, we have to do is pay the interest on our debt?
1: That was what Ant said, but it's getting to the point now where that's not going to happen either. What the right? because fuck? Because remember, the Fed is giving us near zero inflation for years. All of a sudden, we're, we're seeing inflation pick up again. And I don't think it's possible for the, for the Fed to shut it down. Right. Why? Because they've already shot every arrow in their quiver. There's nothing more they can do. Um, and when you start looking at what we're up against now, all of a sudden, interest rates are going to start going up. There's no way they stay this low forever. How do I know? Well, it never stays this low forever. Right. Um, the, average, the average interest rate in this country about 6%. That's about the average run, running for the last 50, 60 years. Um, when it goes from 2% to 6%, How's the federal government going to pay the pay, pay the debt now? They, they, could, they won't even be able to pay the interest. Right. Why? Because interest is tripled. Right. They weren't doing a particularly good job of paying it before. Right. So, you know, here's what we're left with. There, there, ha, there has been significant mismanagement. And in the end, we got that significant mismanagement because politicians gave the people what the people wanted. <laughs> people wanted a bunch of free shit that never have to pay for. And we're running deficits so big at this point that $1 of every four that gets spent is on credit. 25% of all the spending is deficit spending. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the government. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just there's no way to make a happy ending here. Right. The, the government Damn. spends money it does not have, and sooner or later, the government will have bills it cannot pay. Mm-hmm. You know that. You know if the, you went to the most expensive restaurant in town every day for a month, that that would be very, very uh, ill-advised on yeah. your part. That would be a stupid move. You yeah. should never do that because sooner or later, you got to pay that back.
0: Right.
1: And if you're a regular person, the most expensive restaurant in town is maybe a once-a-year kind of place. Right. Not an every-night kind of place. Well, I and mean, this is what we're looking at with the federal government. They spend 25% more than they take in. Damn. You're a genius to figure out what's going to happen next.
0: True, yeah.
1: It, you, know, it, you know where the geniuses are? They're the ones doing backflips to tell you why that won't happen. <laughs> but, I mean, who do you believe here? Somebody that points at a simple thing and says, well, that simple thing is going to yield a pretty simple problem. Right. Or do you believe um the mmt people who say that we could just print all the money we want
0: yeah we're good nothing we're good. bad
1: will ever happen right what the fuck's wrong with you right That's of course crazy. something bad is going to happen god's sake now they want us to print two tri- trillion dollar coins and use that what the fuck is wrong with everything you think you can have a trillion dollar coin and that'll and why do they want us to make two of them why not just a four trillion dollar coin right. instead of two three? So i i don't know i i try not to think too hard about what's wrong right now because what's wrong right now is just a variation on the same theme that we've had since i was a child
0: right that's that's fucked up man I'm... yeah
1: brace yourself the worst is yet to come all
0: right well i'm gonna pb and j i guess no tuna
1: yeah no there's nothing wrong with that all right i can man I can, can t- live on peanut butter for years right all right this is <laughs> i didn't expect this yeah no we 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 made a bad left turn there at some point aoc I mean, you fucked everything we, up we ended that's right we ended off in a pretty ridiculous corner of the internet here yeah welcome to oh my god dude that's fucked up yeah if you come over for dinner you know it'll always oh, this, this is what my house is like oh, i was time. gonna
0: say god damn man just dark and. Just, yeah, uh, right. wow well then let's end on a positive note sure do you have one uh, I mean hopefully uh, next president
1: yeah that's a great question isn't it
0: it is who's going to be I, next president you and
1: uh... well I mean the, the the smart money is on Kamala Harris not what? being elected but um, look Biden sh- dying? Joe Biden is the Biden is the oldest president we've ever had. He doesn't look so sharp anymore. So the smart money would be on her. Stop, stop, I don't stop, stop, stop. know where the I don't know where the next smart money would go
0: not not Tulsi Gabbard
1: uh, yeah no I and, love more <laughs> and more's the pity I thought she was interesting um I thought it would have been great if a Republican would have grabbed her as the vice presidential candidate right we're going to work with the other party we're going to be honest with each other that would have been a winning move I thought go, Joe okay. Biden should have gone after Condoleezza Rice. I remember you saying that. Which is, I think, a brilliant, and I think it is a brilliant idea because I had it. Um, <laughs> but but she's really great. And if you're kind of a crackpot liberal and you bring Condoleezza Rice on, I'm probably thinking you're not a crackpot after all. Right. That there's a reasonable part of you that that you needed to let out. So I would have liked those things. Now, where that leaves us for next time, I don't know. Trump is still making all kinds of bluster that he's going to run again. Um, I don't think he could hope to win again, but he could divide the Republican vote so badly that the Democrats would have a cakewalk right back into the office.
0: Kind of like what they did last time.
1: Well, you know, Donald, Donald Trump has a lot of negatives. Yeah. He's high negative. He's high positive too, but, you know, it's hard to imagine him getting over on everybody a second time after we've just seen what happened in the intermessage, right? Intermission, right? right. He, um, It was pretty obvious that that crew that he put together that gave him what he needed to win just wasn't there. And right. it was almost there, but it just wasn't there. Right. And it was a squeaker, right? It wasn't, I mean, in the end, it wasn't that close, but it was close enough. Right. It wasn't an embarrassing loss by any shot, but he's going to show up again yeah. if he's still alive um and he's old too right yeah and he, he might not live to the next election right so we'll have to see i don't know who the rational republican could possibly be at this point. yeah i don't i'm guessing it's going to be maybe desantis yeah, that sounds about right and he's certainly positioning himself for it yeah right he he goes just far enough to satisfy the lunatics yes and he doesn't go so far as to alienate the reasonable people right. these are political calculations that he's doing this is not his natural answer right He's yeah. asking people, all right, what, how far can I go here? Yeah. yeah. And so far, it's been okay. Right? He's, he's really he's popular. Hitting, he's hitting the right notes. And if he's popular in Florida, a state that Republicans must win to get the presidency, well, Florida is a pretty, pretty 50-50 kind of place. at this mm-hmm. um, He would win it in a landslide. Right. So even if he doesn't run, he's the obvious vice presidential candidate. Right. He'll give you a Florida. You need florida um you're gonna need ohio too so look there you're gonna find candidates in ohio
0: right damn man who knows who they are that's great i I, i'm kind of disappointed that you said kamala because she's just
1: well i don't i don't know i mean biden looks like he's not in the greatest health
0: oh man he's like
1: It, it looks to me like he forgets a lot of things you know and he's got that look on his face that any of us who had a loved one that went went the way of alzheimer's knows that face oh he's we've all, we've all seen it before yep and and i'm pretty sure i'm seeing it now
0: yeah am he's i right.
1: absolutely sure no i'm not
0: and they're never going to come out and be like guess what no yeah.
1: no look it was obvious by um by reagan's second term especially those last two years it was obvious what had happened to the right. people around him and you just saw him in public less and less right because that was the only tenable answer right So if you stop seeing Biden in public, if he sends out surrogates more and more, you'll have a pretty good indication that everybody knows.
0: Right. Damn, man. You'll be able to to scan the the TV and watch. And by law, like she would have to, she's vice president. So if he passed away, because he's probably going to get a second term, I would assume.
1: There's no way he runs for a second term. It'd be well into his 80s. Wow. So you're saying that it might happen before his second term? Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not convinced he's going to live through his first term. <laughs> it's like he's, he's very old and he's obviously ill wow well I mean what can you say about it?
0: and then Kamala Harris would just like finish the term and then run again
1: yeah and then she could run again uh, on her own she could have up to 10 years in the presidency. God God forbid well God I, help let's face it the American people are not lockstep behind Kamala Harris right she is probably after trump the most alienating person i've seen in yep. on the american political stage for a while right um she's just terrible and i think almost everybody thinks
0: that. yeah
1: so she'll have you know, a hard the, time sure i mean everybody wants to call you a racist and a sexist when when you say these things but condoleezza rice wouldn't have me saying these things right so it's probably something else right. just saying
0: yeah no um, she's
1: she's special she is um She is a divisive character which will come out more in in the future than has especially if she runs runs
0: like like more things will come out about her just like when tulsi of of course
1: you know when when biden picked her his poll numbers went down i know i know right crazy people looked at that and they said you know not that one right so it it caused him more trouble than it ever solved but you know, here we are in the aftermath. Now we have to live with the choices we have made. It's like we're all doing the walk of shame at this
0: right. point. I feel, just like that, I feel like I feel like, and just, here we are. Here we are. Uh, walk of shame. I have to
1: make peace with what we have done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did we do?
0: <laughs> Damn, man. Wait. Well, hey, look. Talk. Uh, let's talk about uh, words and numbers. Tell me about words and numbers, and tell me about yeah. So that yeah, sash. we
1: can words and numbers still still operational after all these years. Okay. Um, yeah, we're we're doing quite well with it actually um top one percent of all podcasts in the world really yeah well it turns out 98 percent of all the other ones are three episode things that happened in somebody's mother's basement right I'm not really I'm not saying as much as I would like
0: to I'll cut this part out
1: no no that's okay let the people hear (laughs) um we don't take ourselves that seriously but we are still doing it coming uh week in week out we've never missed an episode even when Aunt was in the hospital almost dead we still got episodes out wow yeah you guys um where can you yeah, find what it the now? Hell, right? It's not on fee, right? No, but you can just go to www.wordsandnumbersalloneword.org and it'll pop right up for you. It's available on every platform that, that you might listen to your podcasts with. So Words words and Numbers, just go find it. It's actually easy enough. Um, then I got this other thing I've been doing lately, smoking stories, where I sit around smoking a pipe, which is probably going to piss a lot of people off. And then I tell a story, which is likely to piss the other people off. Um <laughs> but it's uh it's something that my daughter and I do together it's kind of fun
0: yeah it I like, like I it's like fun. pipes
1: I like smoking my pipe and I've got enough stories probably to last forever I know, some yeah, of I was... them are even true
0: I saying, not not have not to... All of
1: say they're not all true well you know I'll take <laughs> liberties with things from here and there <laughs> I thought it was no great. they all have they all have at least a kernel of truth and, and yeah. most of them are literally true it's good
0: production value too I wanted to tell She you.
1: does great work doesn't she
0: it's impressive yeah, I was um, I yeah was like, damn and the intro the, no the funniest one was the uh, the video that you have played that's living on the channel that uh returning people can or new people to the channel would see is when you do like the blooper you're like oh, fuck it and then it cuts to the <laughs> that, i literally like spit out my food when i, I was like i wasn't expecting it. it was so funny
1: but the intro my great. My, my daughter probably swears more than i know, <laughs> if you can i if you can believe she is 17. Oh my gosh, Fiona's what? Yeah. No, no, she's nineteen. What am I saying? Well, she hopefully she'll never hear this. Yeah, Fiona's twenty-one. She's uh, nineteen, and the boy is seven. Wow, damn! Yeah, I've got I've got all kinds of misery all over. Yeah, yeah, geez, man, I'm definitely not coming over for dinner. <laughs> yeah, you might you might get attacked. <laughs> Sophia's alone with the bloodthirst, so uh, watch nice. out for her. All right, well,
0: she's got a good uh good creative eye though. So yeah,
1: she's doing. I'm I'm actually very very proud of her. She's doing great. work.
0: Yeah. That's I think awesome.
1: she's got a career in this line of thing. No, she, it was. I
0: was like, "Damn, did he do this by himself?" And then when you told yeah, me how it was my daughter, I was like, chance. "There you go. Yep,
1: there is literally no way I could have done anything right. except sit there and tell the goofy story."
0: Right. I mean, we're talking one ear right now with you, so it's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I
1: couldn't even get my earbuds to work properly. <laughs> and and there it is. Really. There we are. <laughs> and that, my friends,
0: is another episode of the E a Podcast, and we'll see you next time.